And we're recording. All right. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's it's been quite the few weeks. <laughs> That's a, oh, you didn't even have to say anything after that. Just the. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> that says everything you need to say. <laughs> yeah. So we went through a period where Kaylee's in art, Madeline's finishing up softball, and Will's starting swimming on top of mm-hmm. summer school. Uh, so. Yeah. Kaylee's doing her first high school classes for summer school and they're doing a whole semester's worth of work in four weeks. So she is, all she's done is sat at the table and worked on homework for the last four weeks. Okay. So Will's doing swimming then and they, they have practice Monday through Thursday. They have morning practices and evening practices. And (laughs) since he's in summer school, he can't do the morning. So they're required to do two a week. He's been going all four days. So that's Man. seven forty-five to nine each night. Oh my God! Each night, and the thing is, is it close enough though to home where you can drop them off, come back home, and then go back, or is it a waste of gas and time? Uh, no, it's home? it's close enough. I could do that, but I usually yeah. just take a book and sit there and watch them. There you go. See, and that's the thing. Yeah. So, but then you're, but then again, you're sacrificing time to do other things that you might be able to get accomplished at the house. Is right. what it is. So. And then. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know all about that, man. Yeah. He, so it's. Had, it's so funny you mentioned um, Kaylee doing the summer school thing for getting some classes started for uh, high school because Brady did the same thing. He uh, he started he did summer he's do his last day is tomorrow, um, and he went. It's been a, he gets a full uh, semester worth of credit, but for a month's worth of work, right? Right. But he's not taking classes that require actual books <laughs> to sit down and do that work. He's he took uh, he's getting his. Uh, half of his health and PE credits out of the way, as in like he's taking PE and weightlifting. Yeah. Okay. So no homework there, obviously. Right. No yeah. book work at all. And then, uh, he's taking uh, visual arts. What's his other one? So right. and that's the most he can take as an incoming freshman. So yeah, Kaylee it, took PE and then she took health class and health class is the one that killed her, yeah. but it's not, it's not like the same health class we had. Oh, not really? Like sexual reproduction and mm-hmm. eating healthy. It's like, mindfulness and meditation and oh it's yeah it's like health class <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's no that's good it's a good thing it's, it, it, it's it good that they're doing that stuff that's actually pretty progressive in regards to it's it's something that should be talked more about and i'm glad and they're at least addressing something that they can no longer say well we didn't learn about that in school that's my biggest pet peeve when people say that you yeah. know but uh so that's good it's good they're broadening their curriculum that's a good thing but yeah. They should still be teaching the normal stuff too, as far as health. I would hope, you know, teach the other stuff on top of the traditional stuff, you know. Yeah, I don't want to teach sexual reproduction to my kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God. It comes out of your belly button. Duh. <laughs> yeah. The stork comes. Come on. Right. <laughs> All right. Before, so, yeah, we yeah, too far, just, uh, before we get too far, are you drinking anything tonight? Uh, water. Nope. Just water tonight. Just water. Yeah, just water. All right, I got four hands scale of complexity IPA. Okay. So hazy IPA. It's in my new super super hoppy is what that just sounds like right off the bat. Not really. I got my, I got some new pint glasses for Father's Day. They're uh, oh, show me what you got. What you got there? It's a Star Wars uh, nice. Boba Fett like Ronin style from the Visions. Yeah, yeah so, that's really cool. And it was a two pack, and the other one was a Darth Vader Ronin. 
Oh, so see, so you're one of those people. You're, you're a family where they actually celebrate your Father's Day, huh? I didn't get nothing. <laughs> it's like, hi, old man. You're lucky to be alive. <laughs> well, Aaron took him to Target the uh, day before and picked down a few things. <laughs> you like that day before? Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> I can't say anything. I do the same thing. I didn't even this year for Mother's Day. I didn't even take the kids. I knew what they were going to pick out. I went and picked it myself. There you go. See, hey. No, nothing wrong with that. You you guys are at that point. Or I think we're all at that point in our uh, marriages and lives where it's like, you know what? Just, yeah, it's another day. It's all it really is, yeah. you know? So, no, that's good. So, is it, it's been that long? It's been since Father's Day? Oh, my God. That's a long time. I know. Because what's going to be July tomorrow? Oof, oh, my goodness. Yeah, let's see. This goes by so fast. So, she's in summer school. How, how long is she, How many weeks has she already been there? Uh, today was the last day. They did four weeks. So it's Monday through Same, Thursday. Also sim- similar. But isn't that great? That's out of the way. It's just done and out of the way, right? Yep. So that's awesome. That's okay. really good. And she'll just be able to – now she'll be able to take electives that she wants to take instead of having to do stuff that she has to do. Right. She's that's taking, how we look at taking uh, driver's ed and more art stuff. Okay. Oh, they're letting her take driver's ed already? Because is, is she going – is she a sophomore or a she, She's going to be a freshman, but she turns 15 in November. Okay. And see, Brady, yeah, he took, well, they yeah. don't even offer a driver's ed at the, at the school, but yeah, he turns 15 first day of school. So, yeah. Yeah, man, it's coming up quick. Yeah, we've already started practicing a little bit. We went to the church parking lot two, a couple weeks ago, let him drive around a little bit. I'm glad she, I have headphones on. She can't hear that because she would be asking to do that probably. <laughs> it's, it's, it was, uh, it's fine. You know, it's just uh, getting used to it. And uh, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> Just the way people drive these days is like, oh my god! <laughs> I think it's going to be scared. more more me getting used to it than her getting used to it. Probably, yeah, that's, that's definitely the case. So, but um, what was I? I wanted to look up something that you'd send me, and I didn't get a chance to uh, read the whole thing. I, I glanced at it for a second. You sent me a Star Wars thing, I think. Yes. Um, so it was the. You, is, I, is it a full issue of something? It's a full comic book adaptation of Colin Trevorrow's script. For Duel of the okay. Fates, which was supposed and to be And that was supposed to be nine. the second movie episode in, the, nine. in the trilogy? The, the third episode one. Yeah. Oh, the third. It was supposed to be the third one. Okay. Right. Taking place after The Last Jedi. Okay. And who was this guy that did it? Because this Andrew Weingarner PhD, who was he? He's just a guy that uh, found the script and made it, and put it online. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, it's a seven issue webcomic? Yes. Wow. And so okay. So you do you. So was this a better ending to everything that we saw? I have not read it yet. Um, okay. But I just finished reading an oral history of Star Wars, and okay. it talked about it there. And I found it, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna sit down and read this because this story sounded so much better than what we got. Gotcha. Yeah. And and here's what's sad is I've been so busy with just other things. Staying on the Star Wars page, have you finished Kenobi? I'm yes. assuming you did. Yes. So I've liked, and here's what's different about Kenobi from the very get compared to all the um, other Marvel shows and Star Wars shows that we've seen so far. This one was captivating from the get, and it stayed good the whole way. I, I didn't wasn't let down at all during this whole um, progression. I guess through the six episodes, right? Yeah. So, um, and I'm on, I'll be on, I'm on episode six. I just haven't finished it yet. Cause I think episode six, hour and a half, I think is what it was. The, I, the runtime was on it. I don't think it was that long. It was, uh, it was about an hour, I think. Okay. So, but was it a worthy finish to the show? Yeah, it was. Will we get Kenobi season two or do we need a Kenobi season two? I don't think we need one, but I want one. 
Um, okay. It ended. They could leave it how it is. I think you and McGregor said he wouldn't mind coming back. Um, okay. I think that's it, a good thing. That's always good yeah. when he's not tired. But then again, what actor likes to say no to work? Right. You know, what I mean? right. it's like I need to get paid. Right. Well, so. and iconic stuff like this, too. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. he hasn't been in the role for what, 20 years? And then he jumps back in. Has it, it been that long since almost. the last, since uh, episode three? Yeah, almost. Let's, let's find out. Wow. That's a long time. I want to say it's like 2003. He looks great, though, for however old he is. He's probably in his 50s, I guess, at this point. Yeah. The funny thing was, is when they did the flashbacks, I don't think they had to age him down, but they attempted to for Anakin, and he did not look good. No, no, he did not look good. But good for him for getting work, you know. What oh I mean? yeah, poor guy. Well, and, and people have been embracing him as Darth Vader now, twenty years later, um, yeah. because of stuff like this, because of the books and Clone Wars. People are more open to it now. Um, yeah. Maybe the bad taste from the sequel trilogy, even. But I think Clone Wars helped a lot because Anakin's amazing in Clone Wars. I really yeah, like his yeah. character in that. They built his character up a lot in that. Yeah. Which I think we all agree that I think we like the voice actor better than we like the actual actor, yeah. to be honest with you. But what can you do? Episode three was 2005. Wow. That's a long time ago. Yep. Wow. We're old, man. We're yep. old. Yeah. <laughs> God. That's insane. Yeah. It truly is a different generation's trilogy. It really is. It's yeah. been long enough now where that's their trilogy. Interesting. Never really thought about it in regards to how old it is. Wow. Well, yeah, and I mean, even the sequel trilogy is our kids going to be our kids trilogy most likely. Will, Will is denying it. He said the prequel's his trilogy. So he likes them. So he what about the OG trilogy? He doesn't even like that one that no, much. No, no, he likes them. Um, okay. But he he loves the clones and seeing all the Jedi. He he's huge into the clones. Yeah. Yeah. Um but no, I'd, I'd say that Kenobi's been. It's it's. I like that they're filling in the gap. I like when they do this. I don't yeah. mind filling the gaps, and I don't mind. People are all like, "It's time to get rid of this. We're done with the Skywalker saga. Time to focus on some other stuff." And I'm like, "Nah, I like the Skywalker saga. Fill in all the gaps. Fill them all in. Give me all backstories. Do as much as long as it's decent enough to watch, right?" I, yeah. I I don't mind filling in the gaps, but I do want to see other stuff and like hearing mm-hmm. about Taiko Atiti's movie that's going to be coming out that's totally different from anything that's come out i'm excited for something yeah. like that just with uh kathleen kennedy in charge though i don't know yeah i don't know but you know the the tv stuff's been good i don't, but I don't know how hands-on she is with the tv stuff you know yeah. maybe she gives them more free reign or whatever but um i'm happy with the tv stuff because again what okay for the tv stuff we've had mandalorian mm-hmm. season one mandalorian season two yep. we've had uh obi-wan and we've had uh boba fett right right and well, uh, Bad Batch, but I haven't watched Bad Batch, and that's animated, so I don't know if you want to throw that in there or not. I, I kind of would, just for the okay. fact it's from Dave Filoni, who's got his hand in all this stuff. And yeah. I think that's part of the reason why the TV shows have gone the way they have, is because they're kind of letting him, with John Favreau, kind of run yeah. it all. So, I haven't watched Bad Batch. How, long, how many episodes in that do you remember? I want to say like 10. <laughs> But they're but they're animated, so maybe they're shorter. Yeah, like 20 animated twenty two minutes. That's not too bad. No. no. And, so and they were entertaining. I mean, just like all the other cartoons, I think it's going to be season two, season three when it really gets its footing and becomes really good. I loved Bad Batch uh, when they were first introduced in the Clone Wars. Right. I love that. Yeah, I and did so too. 
Um, so as long as it's kind of similar to that, I'll, I'll I'll get around to watching it. It just was never on the front burner, you know. Yeah. As far as getting to it right away, I, there's but, some uh, stuff in it that's more kitty than what happened with the last season of Clone Wars. But again, that's kind of how all the cartoons have started, and then they've matured as they've gone along. So, ha- having finished Kenobi, mm-hmm. and we have enough material now where do you rank your like we always do it with our marvel shows right where do you rank your your uh star wars shows this might have been my favorite overall um there's pieces of all of them that i really like there's some things that were just okay on boba fett and a couple episodes of mandalorian Mm -hmm. this was the most well-rounded story uh the Mandalorian felt more serialized where each episode is kind of almost a self-contained story where this is a, a mini series and we get, yep. we get the full story over the six episodes. True. So I, I kind of like that better for a show like this. Okay. But it's star Wars and I'll watch every single thing they put out. Yeah. Um, I think I'll go Mandalorian season one is my top. Mm hmm. Just kind of how unique it was and how cool it was. But yeah. again, Lone Wolf and Cub is really what it was. That's, yeah. I mean, say what you will. It, and it and a Western Wolf, mixed with it. Which is what I love about it. And so I'll go with that one. Kenobi 2, but having not finished it. So maybe if I finish Kenobi, who knows? Maybe I'll bump it up. It's We'll see. Yeah. And then I'll do uh, Mando 2. And then, or sorry, Mandalorian Season 2 is my number three. And then I'll put uh, Boba Fett at the, at the bottom end. But. Boba Fett finished strong, and I really liked it. It, yeah. it was one of those. Remember how I was having a hard time getting into it, but then as it progressed, it got better and better, and then it ended up being super awesome. So I was, I was really happy with it. Once but, it became um, Mandalorian season two point five. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> then I got really happy. <laughs> but then, uh, what's what? I guess the next one we have to look forward to is Ahsoka comes out next, right? At least no. I thought so. Um, Andor comes out next. Oh, that's right. When's well, so. But we've seen, haven't we seen like poster work for Ahsoka? Like, haven't they like shown some teases about that? Um, no, not really. I think they just finished filming it. Okay, I don't remember. But for so sure. this is pre Rogue One. Yes, probably. A, so it's still a, a, a Skywalker. Bit. It's still a Skywalker saga tale then. Okay. Yeah, Skywalker era. We'll say. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can start calling it that. Yeah, I got you. Okay. And then that's going to, how many episodes is that going to be? Do you know? Uh, I think it's going to be six or eight. Okay. I hope they stick to six. Six is the good number for these, to be honest with you. I, I could have used another two episodes of Kenobi, I think. Really? You think so? I think so. Hmm. That makes me wonder how it finished then. Maybe, I, they're, maybe they're saving it for, maybe we'll get a season two. Because I guarantee yeah. you for the subscriptions. Are doing, oh, I can't imagine Disney Plus is hurting for subscriptions at this point. No, I know they're they getting really a little bit of backlash be. for political reasons, but. For the Star Wars fans, they don't care about the politics of it. They just want to be able to watch Star Wars, right? So right. <laughs> I can't imagine their subscription services were hurting from Kenobi. I can only imagine it helped. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, between that and all the Marvel content coming out. So, okay, speaking of um, Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Is it done yet? No. Um, that episode four came out this week, and I believe that's okay. eight. Okay. That's an eight episode. Because what did we get? What did we get before uh, Ms. Marvel? Was it Hawkeye was the last thing before Ms. Marvel? Uh, yeah, I think it was. Okay. So we haven't had a Marvel show since Hawkeye. Um, here. Actually, here, pull it up. Hold oh, on. we had Moon Knight. 
Oh, Moon Knight. That's right. That's how forgettable it was. I didn't even remember to say that. I wouldn't I know. Have to say it. Yeah. Moon Knight was garbage to me. I've, had, I've let it stew for a little bit. I'm not going back to finish it. I don't like it. I didn't think it was garbage. I think they could have done a lot more with it. Uh, yeah. There's two more episodes of Miss Marvel. Okay. And I, I can tell you this way. I'm just not that interested in it. Than Ms. Marvel, I'm not in a big rush to watch it. I mean, I'm I mean, I'm curious about your review of it so far, just to tell me, hey, it's going to be worth it. Because of course, all the you, you I have a feeling Moon Knight's not going to tie in well. I mean, maybe you'll get a small Easter egg somewhere down the line where you're like, okay, I watched the show and it kind of fits here in the movie. But um, I can't I, I can't imagine Moon Knight did very well. I don't so, think it did. Did you watch the last two episodes? Because I think that's where you were at. I think so. No, but no, I've I've never go, I've not gone back, and I don't really plan on it to be honest with you. So the last two episodes were fantastic, and the, what happened? The post credit scene on the last episode gets you rethinking the whole series. Okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, it's not like it'd be impossible to finish it. Up. Like you said, I don't have yeah. much to go. I'm 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 pretty much almost done. But it's just not something I care about. It's, he's not a character that does anything for me. It's. <laughs> The story wasn't captivating enough for me. Um, there, there, for a Moon Knight show, there wasn't a lot of Moon Knight to start out. I guess, you know, I don't know. It's not like Oscar Isaac did a bad job. I like him enough. No, you know? and the second to last episode, he shines. I mean, it's yeah. easily his best performance. Okay. Ever or just for the show? Definitely for the show, maybe ever. Better than his really? better than that's what he did in Star statement. Wars. Wow, yeah, that's a really strong statement. Well, have you seen Ex, Mach- uh, Ex Machina? I haven't watched Ex Machina. I need to watch that. Jake, give these Marvel shows a rest and go watch some Ex Machina. <laughs> Ex Machina, that and what about uh, um, well, inside the Llewellyn Davis? Llewellyn Davis, yeah, yeah. and then what's called? I, I never saw that one either, and I really want to see it. Not one of the Coen Brothers' best. Right? Yeah. But the soundtrack alone, oh, the music, dude. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Well, I don't know. You're not in folk music, though, very much, are you? Eh, not a whole lot. Okay. But I like the Coen brothers, and I yeah. I mean, I can appreciate different styles of music that I don't listen to. Yeah, no, but, and I'm not huge, like, I'm not like, oh, I listen to folk all the time. Like, I listen to, what is it, Lindenwood Station that plays folk music every Saturday or something, whatever they play it. But a little blue, bluegrass, a little folk every now and then with the right environment and the right drinks, right? It's right. awesome. You know, yeah. it just has to be the right. You have to be in the right mood for it, right? But man, that soundtrack for that movie is awesome. He's amazing in that movie. Really, really good in that. One of my favorite performances of his, to be honest with you. Yeah. He's, he's one of the best parts as Poe Dameron. I think he's one of the best parts, but I don't know if that's one of his best roles. You know what I mean? Yeah. He does what he can with the character, but and they, they try to make him the Han Solo of it, right? Yep. But. What do you think about a Poe Dameron TV show to give his character a little bit more time? I'd like that. Um, okay. I, I read his comic book series and I really liked it. Is um, that is that an ongoing or is that a limited series? It was a limited series. It was like 20 issues. Okay. Worth worth the read? Yeah. And it, it gives you a lot of setup for this uh, sequel trilogy stuff. Is, is the Vader book still going? Yeah, but it's on its third volume of it. Like the first okay. one was set between A New Hope and Empire and then the second yeah. one was set after uh, Revenge of the Sith. And now this mm-hmm. one's between Empire and Return of the Jedi. Okay. So just give you, they're filling in the yep. holes, right? Yep. So Nice. Well, which I really enjoyed the first one. I, I kind of dropped off after a little bit because what was it Dr. Aphra was in that with him yes. in the first one? 
why do I like that character so much? Okay. Even though I know very little about her, I can't remember much, but what I do remember is that she was the best part of that book. She's the greatest character that Disney's created for Star Wars. Really? Yes. Okay. And you're, wow, that's a big sta- that's a bold statement right there. Yeah. Whoa. Is she going to get a TV show, you think? I think she will eventually. Really? I think she's going to be the first crossover from some other medium that hasn't, like, since Disney took over. Because, I mean, you get Ahsoka now, we're going to get the Rebels cast, but this will be, like, the first one from books and uh, comics. Are we getting a live-action Rebels? Well, they've cast most of Rebels for the Ahsoka show because this is going to be set at the same time as Mandalorian where she's looking for Ezra. So you remember that? Really? You remember that? So they're tied all together. Wow. Yeah, because they've cast wow. they've cast Sabine, they've cast Hera, um, okay. Chopper's coming back. Chopper. Um, they've cast Ezra, and I believe they cast Thrawn. What about uh, what's Freddie Prince? What was his character's name? Kanan. Kanan. What about him? He's dead. Well, I know he's dead. I know he oh. died in the show. But, but the, is this early enough in the show where they could cast him? No, no. I mean, this is totally after. Oh, this is after that. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Yeah, because remember in the last episode at the end, they kind of showed where everyone went, and okay. Hera had her son, Jason, from Canaan. Okay. And then um, Ahsoka showed up to pick Sabine up from uh, Lothal, and they were going to go find Ezra, who disappeared. Okay. That sucks, because I'd love to see Freddie Prince get in there, to be honest with yeah. you. Because he's passionate about all this stuff. Maybe know? we get a force ghost. Mm. Eh, that's cheap way of getting him in there, I guess. But if you want, if you want him in, if you gotta get him in there somehow, right? Yeah, I, and I mean, a lot of Star Wars is fan service. Yeah, that's true. Okay. What about mall? We're gonna get a mall show. I don't know. Um, you know, it'd be awesome, right? I don't care even if it's that good. I just want to see him fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I want to see that dude do is fight all the time. They definitely have story they can tell because there's yeah. a big gap from what happens at the end of Clone Wars to where he shows up again in Rebels. And um, Well, hell, there's a big gap in between um, Phantom Menace. Yeah, they kind of address it in Clone Wars. But only, I'm talking about not live action, though. Yeah. That's what I meant by that. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't see them going back though, since they've already done it in the cartoons. Yeah, I, I. I think they're always looking for ways to push people to the cartoons, saying, "Yeah, it's a cartoon, but you'll get so much out of the backstory." Yeah. No. 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 I agree with you. So. No, I'm just excited. I. I I'm happy about where the Star Wars universe is right now. A yeah. lot of the, the hardcore fans are just always. They'll never be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But look what we're getting. We're getting. I think we're getting quality stuff, and it's just adding more enrichment to the whole series you know the whole saga i don't think there's anything we could ever do to recover from the last trilogy though more the more you sit with it the more i just go just wasn't good so you know there was a new book that came out um probably in the last week i've already i picked it up i haven't started it yet but apparently it gives some depth to the sequel trilogy probably like clone wars did for the prequel trilogy okay so I'm curious. I'm curious to read it. It's getting good reviews. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm I'm happy where things are at right now. I'm just I'm always excited. I. That'd be nice. Like, well, didn't Star Wars Day already happen or whatever where they announced? Because that's where we saw the Andor stuff, right? Because we were watching that on our last podcast with the the YouTube video that had yeah. the whole day or whatever. Yeah, that was celebration. 
Um, it's Star Wars Celebration. That's what it is. Sorry. And I'm just trying. I wish we would have gotten more about what's coming down the pipe in yeah. regards to TV shows. So I think it's September. They're doing Disney Plus Day again, where they'll probably have more, more sneak peeks at stuff. Um, and then in December, they usually have their investor meeting where they reveal everything that's on the slate. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I mean. I'm good with it. You know, I, I don't. I don't have any complaints. I'm just. I, I'm looking forward to finishing Kenobi. So. Yeah. So, did you have anything on the docket in regards to topics for the evening? Oh, I got a couple of good things for you here. Ooh. Oh, or should we tell people? Are we not going to touch on AEW as far as we went to go see him live, or just leave that out of this one? No, we'll leave it out. Maybe okay. we'll record after this with a little bit of it. Okay. All right. So the first thing I found today on Reddit, there's this thing called the Little Lidden Contest, and it's where people create. Horrible opening sentences to imaginary books. <laughs> okay. And I was reading through some of these and I was cracking up. <laughs> what? Hold on. It's on, it's on Reddit? Here. I I got the link. I can send it shoot, to you. Yeah, shoot, see if you can shoot it to me so I can read some of these. But so, Okay, so it's here, a horrible here, I'll, opening here, I'll, line to a book. I'll, I'll go through some for you. Okay. Her face struck me like a baseball bat, kneecapping my heart. Okay. What do you think? I asked boss, but her lips were firmly crimped as the edge of an uncrustable. <laughs> an uncrustable. <laughs> wow. The skin of her neck was bruised like bananas, and the shape of the marks betrayed that someone had left them there, unlike a banana, which bruises for, un- for some unrelated reasons. Where did the who came? So it was just basically like, give me your best opening line to a book. And it doesn't have to be a good book or a bad book, just any book. Yeah. And just people trying to outdo each other, being funny about it. Yeah. Okay. Her, her skin was pale, like a pale ale, but her hair was amber, <laughs> like an amber ale. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. That's good. I like that one. That was really good. Uh, there were so many good ones on here. I'm trying to find them. Wow. Good old Reddit. When you can get away from people arguing about stuff that they have no control over, you can find some good gems in there every now and then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sunlight touched my breast like I do during female masturbation. <laughs> God. Okay. Yeah. Her, her breast heaved with anticipation, ready to go to space. Soon they would quiver at the slightest tremor, finally free of decades in a gravity well. In a gravity well. <laughs> Oh my god. Communism is all over the place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Everywhere. Here you go. Uh, a very timely one. The doors of my heart were as closed as those of the Capitol that morning of July of January sixth. <laughs> god. A smile um. rolled up and parked itself on the scene that was his face. God. <laughs> Oh my gosh, there's some funny people out in the world, I tell you, there's some silly people. Boom Boom Pow went my car's elite sound system as I blasted the 2009 summer hit, Boom Boom Pow. By the Black Eyed Peas, what's up? (laughs) Oh my god, that's too funny, dude. Joe killed everyone he ever met because he was a murderer. He even (laughs) killed a policeman before. You aren't supposed to kill policemen. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Wow, uh, my mind was racing NASCAR style. NASCAR style. 
if being a wife were a corporation, June would have been a CEO. <laughs> and oh my goodness, the best. How long did this go on for? It was there, like just there's just like forever? there's like fifty of them out here. Gosh, we had just visited crazy. Auschwitz, and I was ovulating. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Every time he smirked, David was reminded of his dad, who loved to smirk. Oh, oh no. Uh, so, so, yeah, I saw this today, and I got a good, a good chuckle from him. Oh my gosh. That's, All right. That's just. So, the next thing I found Rolling Stone released their list of the 50 greatest superhero movies of all time. Oh, good lord. Another one of these. Just because, it, updated with the more current, current stuff, I guess. It's a train wreck. A train, it's a train wreck? Yes. So, okay. We'll start at the back end real quick. Number 50 is Zack Snyder's okay. Justice League. I'm, I'm sure they're probably. <laughs> 50 better superhero movies out there. I'm going to make the point that there is the Captain America movie oh, yeah. from, you know, but I just, out of the, out of the 50 on that list, I guarantee you without a shadow of a doubt, I will find a lot of movies that justice league is better than. And that's, and it's not just justice league. It's not justice league. Right. Right. They specifically said Zack Snyder's Snyder. justice league is number 50. Well, I'll go right to 49 then and tell you. That's this. bullshit, dude. Okay. 49 is Ghost Rider. You're trying to tell me <laughs> that Nick Cage's Ghost Rider is a better movie than Zack Snyder's Justice League. Rolling Who's Stone? the author of this? Who? I want to know right it now. It looks Who's like it? it's a accumulated list because different people have were uh, writing the little blurbs about them. So. I do not accept this. I do not accept this at all. If I had Twitter, I would tweet at them angrily. So and they would, I would troll them until they blocked me because <laughs> that is bull. Right. Wow, that is garbage. That is hot garbage. Okay, it is. Sorry, go. It's pretty bad. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna go to the other end of the list and read you the like top ten. So number one is Black Panther. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Number one, or I'm sorry, you started at ten and going to number one. No, or going all the uh, way down? I, I started at number one. Number one is Black Panther, which is a really good superhero okay movie. That. I don't know if I'd go number one. Yeah, I, I, I'm not angry about it. How no, about that? it doesn't. It doesn't make me super angry. I, I, I don't agree with it. I don't yeah. think it's right. But I'm not going to be like. Could be, I think they did that in regards to the social impact the movie had it, instead of the quality of the movie. Right. I don't. I'm trying. Their website kind of sucks. Um, because I'm, I'm not even saying – me saying it that way makes me say that it's like it's not a good movie without that merit. No, this movie is amazing regardless of the social impact at all. Right. It was entertaining. Bozeman was one of his best performances ever. Everyone was – you know, the, everyone was sympathetic to the bad guy. You know what I mean? The villain, you know, he's the hero in his own story. So yeah, I thought the, the the cast was amazing. I'm not mad at that being number one. It's just not the best movie of the past, you know, best superhero movie out there. Yeah, and it goes a little bit into the social impacts, but it talks more about um, fusing um, a filmmaker's vision and not compromising it. Um, it's, it calls it a Shakespearean tragedy and comic. Um, 
talks yeah. about Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. So I mean, there are definitely good things about it. I just yeah, maybe top ten, not not five though, or not number one. No, no, well, not no, not number one because well, I think we can both agree with number one. We'll we'll get there. I guess we'll agree with what number one is here in a minute. But yeah, keep going. All right. So number two is Spider Man Two. I. <sighs> We both agree that that's the best of that trilogy. Yes, it's a it's a pretty perfect uh, superhero movie, uh, to be honest with you. But no, not number two. No, I, I and I don't I won't even call that recency bias or you know with the the advancement of effects and everything. No, yeah, I, I don't. I just don't. There's there's a lot of weaknesses to that movie too. Uh, there's some campiness to it. Um, Mary Jane's just not a great character. If you look at Mary Jane through a modern lens of today. She's a pretty weak character in those movies. Well, she's a really weak character. She doesn't bring a lot to the thing. I mean, even at the time so, the movies came out, people were talking about what a weak character yeah. she was. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not, I don't, no, no. I, I, I'd love to see this list. What we probably should have done and what I would have liked to have done was take all 50 of them and rearrange them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And where would we put the ones they have on the list? But uh, no. What, what do they got next? All right. They got Logan at number three. No problem there. I don't have any problem with that. That's a great Western movie right there is what that is. So, no, I have no problem with that. Yeah. Uh, number four, Endgame. I'm not going to lie. I think um, I'd put Infinity War above Endgame. You do? Interesting. Yeah. I can understand that, though, because it, it's pretty – it's one of the better, like, man, that's a great villain movie. You know what I mean? And I like yeah. a great villain movie every now and then in which – we're sympathetic to Thanos in a certain way because we're old and crotchety at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, how many times a day do you go, Thanos was right? I do it quite often oh, yeah. <laughs> that Thanos was right. But, um, just, yeah. And just I don't know, the, man. The I, emotional, I think... Just the emotional impact of that movie at the end. Yeah. I mean, when I look... But I think you still... Does it give you goose... I don't think it gives you the goosebump moment. I don't think there's a goosebump moment in that movie. Where you, except for maybe when Thor appears, that's kind of a goosebump movie where the whole theater goes crazy when he appears for the first time, right? Yeah. Um, not, not for the first time, I'm sorry, but when he comes back with Stormbreaker. Right. Um, but uh, it doesn't have that same effect for me. It does. The thing I think that separates Infinity War from Endgame is the scene where on your you left. hear on your left, right? On yep. your left. Everyone knows. You, I didn't have to finish it. You knew I was saying. Yep. That's that point where you're just like, I've just get goosebumps talking about it and thinking about it, to be honest with you. Because that's just, it's just about as comic booky as you can get to when they finally give you the splash page. Yes. And I I argue to you to say, give me a better splash page in a movie. Can you do it? Oh, God, probably not. I mean, maybe in Age of Ultron at the beginning when they're going to fight Von Strucker and they yep. jump There's off the motorcycles. The yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's an amazing splash page along with at the end of um, well, you had that splash page moment along Avengers has a good splash page moment where you see him in the circle for the first time. Yeah, but um, Ultron even has a really great one that you didn't mention where you see vision fighting for the first time that like uh, temple and I have a yeah. temple, but um, where the bell tower looking thing. Yes, I was thinking of that one so, too. Yeah, that's a great splash page too. Yeah. All right. Number five, we got Superman 1978. I'm okay with that i'd probably have I'd, I'd probably have a little bit lowered down but uh, it's top 15 it's gotta be uh 70 that's wow yeah no 
I'm all about that. Good, good, good call on that one. Yeah. Because remember, remember, can we technically call that the first superhero movie? Uh, I mean, I know you had Batman 66, right? Which yeah. was, I think, came out before that, if I remember yeah. correctly. But, and it was a full length feature movie, right? Yes. But man. Because it led into the I show. think you give it, you give Superman that nod just for being the really, that's, that's truly the first one, in my opinion. Yeah. Big time feature film. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. Uh, okay. Six, you got Spider Verse. Oh, that's a great one. Oh, that's really good. That's so great for so many reasons. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I really do. That's top five for me. Did that that one just pick? Did that one? But did that one best picture that year? No. It had to, right? No, I don't. I don't it didn't know, win. No, and I don't even know if it won best animated feature. No, no, I didn't mean best picture. I mean that's what I meant. Best, oh, animated, best animated feature is what I meant. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember for sure. I, I, I would think it'd have to. I don't remember what else came out that year though. Animated wise. Um, all right. Yes, it did. It won. It won. It was 2019 uh, Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. Okay. And Critics' Choice Award for Animated. BAFTA's Best Animated. Golden Globe uh, Award for Best Animated. So yeah, it swept yeah. pretty much everything. Rightfully so, though, right? Yes. Although I, I am trying to find um, what other movies were out that year, you know, for for competition reasons. But yeah. How, how do you pick something else besides that? No, you you can't. I'll get that's a splash page for you. Really, well, not, not really a splash page, but a great single page, I guess. When Miles is falling down um, at the lightning, and it goes slow slow mo, and he's falling yep. head first down. The what building. a danger playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right, number so, s- number yeah, seven. Would, number seven would be my top one, and it's The Dark Knight. And that's number seven. That's number seven. You know that's some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that's all oh, I can yeah. say to that. That's come on, man. That's ridiculous. Yep. That is truly ridiculous. That has no reason. That... How would you not say that that's the first, that's the best one I... of all time? Really, to be honest with you, it's, I don't know. It's as perfect as it gets. I think it holds up still. Do you do you find that it doesn't hold up any longer? No, it still does. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying, man. I don't. Mm. Mm. Yeah. All Interesting. Right. But hey, I wanted to go oh. back to this real quick. Okay. So 2019 uh, animated best features, uh, Spider-Man into the, it was uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, um, Incredibles 2, which was actually really good. I don't know if you saw that or not. I like that one a lot. I never did see it because my, my kids didn't care for the first one, so we never saw it. That's a, that's an insult to the Fantastic Four, but whatever. Like, All right. totally uh, <laughs> Isle of Dogs. I remember hearing of it. I don't remember what it was about, though. I'll say the director's name. Wes, it was Wes Anderson. That's why you probably okay. remember yep. it a little bit. Um, the next one, Mirai. It's a uh, a Ghibli movie, I think, is what it looks like. Okay. The, you know what I'm talking about with that yep. animated style? Yeah. It's what it looks like, but I don't know if it really is that. I don't know if it's from that specific um, studio. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet from Wreck-It Wreck- Ralph yes. 2. I, that's an amazing movie to be honest with you. Yeah. I like that one a lot. I, the Wreck-It Ralph movies don't get a lot of credit for being some really good uh, animated features, but I think they're incredible. Yeah, I, I love the first one. I never saw the second one. Oh no, that's really good. If you ever want, if you ever want a family, a good family movie, you know that you know that's always a good one to go to. But uh, okay, so that's so Dark Knight Seven, 
give me I want top ten because there's yeah. one you're missing here that needs to be up there. I wonder if they put it in the top ten. Okay, so eight is Ragnarok. <coughs> Nine is one. Good movie, debatable. Yeah. Ah, I I'd say top five or ten for Marvel movies, maybe just outside of ten yeah, overall. Yeah. Um, nine is Wonder Woman. First Wonder Woman is again good. social social impact puts that movie a lot higher than it. It's okay. It's no, I won't say okay. It's a good movie, but the social impact makes it more memorable than it really should be. Well, that in the No Man's Land scene, correct? Yeah. And then number ten is in The Incredibles. All right, this is already a crap list. You know why? And I love Incredibles. I that's yep. that's not what I mean by that. But if you don't have Captain America: Winter Soldier in your top five at the bare minimum, this is a stupid list. Yep, I'm going. I'm going to find it. Um, they had Iron Man at eleven. I think that should be higher. But that's because the impact on the the MCU, the overall impact. I think. Yeah. Because I don't know if it's still with everything that's come out since. I don't know if it's still. The best, but I mean, he does such a great job as Stark, man. Yeah, you know, um, <laughs> it's incredible that he was able to take really, to be honest with you, a B level character. Would you agree in Marvel world before Avengers in the movies, he was really a B, a B, a B character? Yes, completely. So agree. that's just, that speaks volumes. Yeah. So ooh, this this one will make you cringe. Thirteen X Men Days of Futures Past. <sighs> it's my favorite of the new X Men movies, but. Yeah, not there, um, dude. That's okay. X Men Two should be up there. X Men Two is about as perfect as it gets. Yeah, it, it that's further down on the list. Um, fifteen yeah. was fifteen is Guardians. Sixteen Infinity War. X Two was seventeen. Uh, Winter Soldier's at eighteen. Winter Soldier's my favorite Marvel that's- movie. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, having that one that far down is beyond ridiculous. That's dumb. Yeah, really, really dumb. So nineteen, they have Mask <laughs> of the Phantasm. I was surprised by that. Interesting. They yeah. got a lot of. What was that? Three animated movies in the top twenty. Yeah. Spider Verse. You had Incredibles, and you have, uh, and you have that one. Yeah. Mm. And then okay. right. round out the top twenty, Superman two. Yeah, it's a crap list. I don't. I'm not okay with this because Man of Steel is better than both of those. I have a soft spot for uh, what's up? It's 79, right? Or 78? 78. I got a soft spot for 78. I really do. Just because Christopher Reeve was so incredible in that movie. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I'm telling you, Man of Steel is a superior movie to that, though. So no, this is. I don't like this list. I don't like this. I think you knew right off the bat I was not going to be happy about this list. Oh, yeah. I really don't like. It. Deadpool's at twenty three. Twenty three. Then again, that's not. To be honest with you, with all the other great superhero movies out there, it'd be hard for Deadpool. No, even though I love it, it's going to be hard to crack that top twenty. Yeah, The Crow at twenty nine. That's Dwight Schrute's island movie, bro. I know. <laughs> What's your island movie? The Crow. <laughs> so, Unbreakable, 32. Too high. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I think Rocketeer doesn't get enough love, and that's better than 32. Well, it, it actually was. I, I think that was. It was? Okay. Yeah. Rocketeer, uh, should, yeah. 
Rocketeer. I'm scrolling back. The Teenage here. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Either either iteration make it. Rocketeer was twenty five. No Ninja Turtles. Oh, well. No no Ninja Turtles at all at on all. the list whatsoever. No. no. Are uh, we not classifying them as superheroes for a reason? RoboCop is on the list, so I don't know how you couldn't include the Ninja Turtles. RoboCop is on the list. Yeah, in the in the twenties. I have a bigger respect for RoboCop after I remember that uh, documentary I told you to watch back in the day. Yeah, that's not even back in the day. It was earlier episode, we'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot more respect for RoboCop, but as a com- as a superhero movie, yeah, it was twenty two. It had a comic. It, what, did it have, I think it, we talked about that. There's a comic book about it. Well, the movie script was written by Frank Miller, and he ended up turning it into a comic book. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm just looking for any other notable ones that seem out of place. Um, the Batman, the Batman's at 37. No, no Punisher. And you said what? 89 Batman was what? No, 89 Batman's not even on the list. Shut the fuck. I'm sorry. I tried to say. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's not possible. I know. Batman on the list at all. Batman Returns is in the 20s. The Batman is at 37. Batman 66 is on the list in the 40s. But 89, you got, look again, 89 is in there. No, 89 is not in here. I've looked. I've looked multiple times. The Lego Batman's in this list. How is humanly possible? I don't know. Thor made the list. Yeah, Batman 66 was number 44. You're telling me Batman 66 is better than Batman 89. I'm not. Rolling Stone is. <laughs> I'm just reading you what they said, I swear. <laughs> so they had the old guard at 45. I can't even get through that movie. Oh, I, I, tried I loved it. Twice. I loved it. I tried. Here's an underrated on one. Oh my god. Here's an underrated <laughs> one. Scott Pilgrim versus the world at 46. I'm, I like that movie a lot. I really do. The comic's great too. Yeah. Good on good on them for making the list. Don't know if it's don't know if it's list worthy of eighty nine is not on the list, but yeah, yeah, I like it. We might have to go back and make our own list and send it to them. Yeah, that's such a that's a daunting task now these it days, is. man. That's that's a lot of debating. I, I think it should have been. If you're saying it was multiple people writing blurbs, I wonder if it was a whole editorial thing where they did like a pool saying everyone rank your movies and we'll do the algorithm to you know yeah put been. them in order of averages or something like that could have been there's there's wow. this long opening that i didn't read through so no don't don't bother with that yeah. that's it. i'm glad you found that because that makes me so mad <laughs> that's pretty ridiculous well i'm gonna stay on the keep matt mad uh train here the oh God. um the plot for craven the hunter was leaked yep yeah, I saw that he's a vegan or something, right? And he's like animal rights activist now. Yes. Oh no, this goes this goes in depth. So Russell Crowe is playing the original Craven, and Aaron Taylor okay. Johnson is playing his son Sergei. Yeah, because they, okay. they've done him in the comic, right? Yeah, they just actually did. I just got through. It was on um, Friendly Neighborhood. I don't think it was the main amazing. No, it was. It was. A, it was the amazing run. I apologize. It was hunted. Was the name of the run, and uh, yeah, it was a really good Craven series. And it, if they're doing based off of Hunted, which they're not, but Hunted was a great story. They could have done that, and it would have been great. Um, it's because it's super 
villain driven. So since you're making a villain only movie where I guess maybe still name those mention Spider-Man's name like they do in Venom or something like that. Probably. But it's uh that's so dumb. Yeah, he's an animal rights activist. Yeah. Craven uh, the Hunter. A millionaire activist who's against hunting animals. He was trained by his father. Um let's see. So that's how they're getting away with it. They're like, this is not Craven the Hunter, this is Sergey the Hunter. Uh, yeah. But they're calling it because it's Craven well, Offer. Yeah. So dumb. So, oh. Vladimir Kravinov puts his son through a rites of passage that gives him superhuman abilities. Well, no, I mean, but they, they touch on the storyline behind Sergei and Hunted is actually really interesting. Yeah. It's really good. It's, it was a good run. That would have been, I would not hesitate on recommending that run to you. All right. Ser- Sergei wants to put an end to a criminal organization dedicated yeah. to poaching animals led by a subject only known as the Chameleon. Chameleon. Yeah. Which which they did take a lot of this from Hunted, possibly. They might have, because Chameleon plays a role in this. Yeah. So let's see. He f- uh, they're, are they, they're trying to make him an anti-hero, basically. They want to use Craven as a hero. Oh, he's going to be a superhero by the end of the movie. This so, is so this is such a this is isn't this just a Sony thing? This sounds the, like such this a This is Sony very thing. much a Sony thing. Right, they need to stop. Morbius was garbage, right? I yeah. didn't watch it. Did you watch I, no, it? No, I haven't watched it. I've heard Carnage 2 is garbage. Uh, yeah, Car- but, oh, Carnage, right? Yeah. 2 Carnage. Yeah. I heard that was dumb. I haven't seen it. Maybe eventually. So, and then now we've got this nonsense. Who's in charge over there at Sony? I, I don't know. Let's see. Oh, my God. What, what so else dumb. is in here? Um, Craven. <laughs> fights the chameleon's organization to try to take him down. He finds out that his father's actually in charge of it and the chameleon is his brother. Oh my god, so dumb. So dumb. So um, dumb. <laughs> let's see. He Sergei confronts his father and ends up killing him. And then uh yeah, that's when he discovers the chameleon's his brother. Uh, Have you read the whole plot? Is this a big old plot leak thing or something? Like a whole yeah, script? Yeah. It's it, oh, it, just a big image. And it's got like all these little points about it. Post credit scene, it's revealed that Dimitri, the chameleon's real name, is not dead. Post credit scene two, Sergei is now known as Craven without the hunter. Uh, learns that over the radio that a major robbery in New York has, that has left several injured caused by a vulture and a vampire and Craven decides to go on the hunt for them. So they're going to try to do Sinister Six, but not do Sinister Six? I don't know. Who is getting away with this garbage? Uh, Disney just needs to go buy Sony. They just... No, Sony should just tap out and sell just the... Like, Sony like Sony Classics and, like, Sony Animation, they yeah. can keep that. You're just saying sell the Spider-Man property to is what you want them to do. But, man... Dude, that's awful. It's ho- it's that's horrible. really bad. There's someone making more money than I'll ever make in a, my lifetime getting to do this. Yep. And it's that crap. Someone made Morbius, and they got a lot of money to do it. Yeah. Where did we go wrong in life, Jay? That's all I want to know. <laughs> I don't know. Because you think, I don't know, anybody that's writing a comic book could write a better story? Even if they're not a good writer. <laughs> you know? Wow, they could they could plot one out at least. Plot one out, yeah. 
That's just awful. It's so bad. Dude, that's so bad. That's so bad. All right, give me some more bad news. I want more bad news. Let's just go down the wrong hole. Let's go down that rabbit hole where it goes. Nothing but depression. What else you got? Uh, Those were the three main things and then just some stuff I've watched. So I'll stick with bad. Uh, Max Reload in the Nether Blasters. It was a movie I found on Amazon Prime. It looked real cheesy. It's about... A guy that discovers an old video game and uploads it to a server, and he finds out after the fact that someone had corrupted it, and anyone that plays it um, becomes a, like a, almost a, a mindless person that goes on the attack. Oh my god! It was so bad. bad. It, yeah. it had Kevin Smith in it in kind of just like a cameo role. Um, the guy that designed the game was uh, Greg Grunberg. He was yeah. a Matt Parkman. Okay. Um, it was so bad. Yeah. Uh, I think I could top that, though. Hold on. I got to okay. find the name of it real quick. Give me a second. I don't think I wrote it. No, wait. Hold on. It should load on Hulu real quick. It's, it's – okay. I love shark movies. You know I love shark movies. Yeah. I love Deep Blue Sea. I love Jaws. I love uh, – what was it? Uh, 57 – or 47 meters down. Mm-hmm. I – don't mind Sharknado when I'm drunk really much. <laughs> you know, I don't mind Sharknado so bad for what it is. And you know what it is when you're getting into it, right? Oh, yeah. But man, oh man, hold on. I gotta find the name of this movie. And when I see it, um oh it's it, Jay, it's beyond bad. It's it's unthinkable that people made got again, were paid money to make a movie and people got paid to be in that movie. It's just Oh, hold it, on, I swear you gotta find it. You is give it me your Grizz- next one while I look at this one. Is it Grizzly Maze Bad? Isn't that the name? Worse, of it? worse, Whoa. worse. Because, oh man, what the god dang it! Hold on, I guess better do a search. I remember, I think it's called Requiem, something Requiem. Okay, Not Requiem for a Dream, but Re- uh, Re- that one scars you a different way. Oh, here I can't pronounce it. The Requiem, if I'm pronouncing it right. Okay, R E Q I N. Okay, made it, it's released in 2022, starring Alicia Silverstone, is who is the main character in this. Wow. It is, she, she had a career, right? But let's think about this for a second. Back when we were 13, 14, right? Because mm-hmm. she was the girl in the Aerosmith uh, yes. videos, right? There's a reason why we liked her. <laughs> There's a very obvious reason for that. And it wasn't her acting. No. And I'll give you this. It's an underrated comedy, but I do like Clueless. I yeah. think it's hilarious, actually. It's a really good movie. I will not I will not be I will not be shamed for liking that movie. It's got Paul Rudd in it. Yeah. Paul Rudd's amazing in it, by the way. Yes. But uh there's a reason why after that and the crush where she was in there with uh Carrie Elways or whatever his name yeah. is. Do you remember the crush? Yep. Then after that, do you remember her in anything else for the most part? I think she was in what something called Blash in the Past. I think that was one of our yeah, correctly. yeah, that was Brendan Fraser in the Brendan bomb Fraser, shelter. Yeah. Um, yeah, but after that, and we're talking that came out probably late nineties, right? Because that was her time frame. You yeah, know, early nineties, late nineties. So after that, do you remember her in anything at all? She was the mom in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Really, she was. I yes, never cause, even knew that because yeah. my kids wanted to watch that, and I'm like. Holy cow, I didn't know she was still acting. Her acting is what makes this so... She's 
the worst actress. Like, she gets cut on the leg or something like that, and she's just like, and she stutters and like doesn't give you like when something cuts you in your leg and you get salt water in it because you're in the ocean. Yeah. First reaction is like ah, her. She's like, ow, like that, like just the worst acting I've ever. It's 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 um, Michael Scott on the office when he made you uncomfortable. Yeah. It's like that, but during the movie, <laughs> throughout the movie. And when he's doing it, it's an attempt for comedy. Yes. For her, it's just bad dramatic acting. And I'm just like, it was a shark movie I did not like. And I was very disappointed in that. Ooh. And I love my good shark movies. Yes. <laughs> so there, that's my worst one I saw this whole time. We've not been going over homework. All right. Everything so else I have is pretty much good. So um, I'll start with The Accountant. Ben Affleck. Oh, with Affleck, yeah, just yeah. like a rewatch of it. I mean, we 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 started it. Uh, You've never seen the account no, until now. No. Hey, that's an amazing movie. He's it is so a good, good in movie. That. Yeah, He's and really uh, good in it. and uh, John Bernthal was really good in it. Bernthal's good in everything these days. He is. Yes. He's good in everything. He's come a long way since Shane. But uh, yeah, I really Shane enjoyed too. that. Yeah, he he had moments. Yeah. Okay. So, and then right. so okay, so account, but you did uh, like account. You thought it was really yes, good. Yes, right? it was really good. I'd, I'd yeah. four and a half out of five. Yeah, I agree. I, I, so it's, and it's very rewatchable. But yes, I don't know if I like that or the town better. I can think I like the town. I, ha- I haven't watched the town yet. You've we, never seen the town. We had that phase where we didn't watch anything except for like kid movies, and now that our kids are at an age, we're watching yeah. the stuff that we should have. Yeah. You got a lot of homework, bro. I know. I'm telling you. Bro. Yeah, t- uh, watch the town. You gotta go go out of your way to find that. Somewhere. Okay. I don't know if it's it might be on HBO. You have to check that. But uh, it's gotta be at the library. If not, you can order private. Yeah. So I don't know if we talked about it last time. Um, Top Gun Maverick. We went to the theater for that. You said yeah. You said it was okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I still, I'm still. That. I really, really need to get to the theater to watch it because I don't want to miss it because I want to be able to have the sounds from the theater while yeah. I watch it. I think it's still gonna be a theater for a little bit. It's doing so well. I think yeah, it's doing really well. Um, okay. okay, and then the hustle with Adam Sandberg. Or I Adam, watched it. Yeah, Sandberg. I watched it. Yeah. Super good movie. Oh, incredible really good movie. I was, um, I was shocked by how good that was. Yeah, because it shouldn't have. Been, it shouldn't have been as good as it was. Right. And it's it's you know we don't get to see a ton of good sports movies these days. They don't make as many of them anymore. I don't think. Um, right, and just. The impact, like, I mean, I know it's not based on a real story or anything, but yeah. it felt like it could have been. Yeah, yeah. Um, although, no, I guess I can't compare the two. I was, gonna, I just wanted to find a way to see if I could shoehorn in my guilty pledge that is Blue Chips starring Nick Nolte back in the day. <laughs> Nick Nolte and Shaq. And Shaq. <laughs> it's actually one of Shaq's best movies because every other movie he's ever been in is garbage. But that, that's good. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Kazam. Have you seen Shaq act? <laughs> oh, no. That's so mean. That's yeah, so mean. Right? It is. Anyway. All right. So, yeah. No, that's a, that was a really good one. I'm yeah. so glad I watched that one. Yeah. In fact, we, I might watch it again with my family because they weren't around when I watched it. And not anything. A little language, I guess, here and there. But yeah. otherwise, nothing too crazy. Yeah. But we did show the kids Grown Ups, and they were cracking up the whole time. I've never seen that. never seen Grown Ups. It's not bad. Okay. I mean, it's Adam Sandler with all of his friends, so there, yeah. there's some really funny stuff, especially when they're riffing on each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'm I caught up on Barry. 
But the new season's out, right? The new season's done. The new, and you watched all the way through the new season. Yes. So you're ahead of me now because I'm not on that, dude. I'm, I know I know it's out there. I just haven't watched it yet, though. So, but was it really good? It was. It went dark. It went really dark. And that's what I'm happy about. I think it'll be great because yeah. when you mix in a little bit of the humor with it, it's perfect. I yeah. love it. It's a great dark comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Four, four and a five for this season. I, I love okay. the first season. I've watched the first season okay. three times. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Um, let's see. We didn't touch on Miss Marvel earlier. Yeah, just a little bit. I'm, I'm, but, uh, what's, so how many episodes in are we? The four are out. I've seen three of them. I'm okay. enjoying it for what it is, and it's just a fun, lighthearted show. Okay, so super lighthearted, nothing too serious. Yeah. Um, slow, but is it slow? Eh, I'll say this. You don't get to see much of her as a superhero in the first three episodes. But you get a lot of like the... Well, you get a lot of cultural stuff, which I found very cool. And I can, okay. I, it, this is like, um, for Pakistani people, the, like their version of Black Panther, because they're gotcha. seeing true life for things that they go through as a Pakistani American, okay. which is interesting to me. Um, you don't get to see a lot of her powers in the first three episodes, um, but I'm hoping that really picks up. So, okay. I, Again, I'm right right now, three and a half out of five, probably. Okay. Right. Um, I watched season three of Stranger Things because I never went back to watch that because the new one's out. Yeah. Okay. So you, but you haven't watched, you haven't made it through season four yet. No, I've, I think I'm one episode in on season four. Okay. And see, I haven't started that either. I'm just behind, Jay. I'm so behind on everything. Oh, see, I hate it. Season three might have been my favorite. I love season three. It's great. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, I think one's. I don't. Two wasn't that great to me, to be honest with you. I think they tried to go off on too many side stories in season two, yeah. and they kind of roped it yeah. back for season three. And I've heard four is amazing. Yeah. No, like, well, and but I think it came out in two volumes. I don't know the second yeah. volume. It's not out yet. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it though. I'm really excited about watching it just because it's one of those where Jen and I both watch, and we don't watch much together these days because we just don't. Yeah. We just don't. Um, because she watched some shit I would just never watch. <laughs> she. She watched this show called uh, Dickinson on um, Apple TV. It's about Emily Dickinson, I guess, the the poet or writer or whatever. And it's just, I'm like, every now and then I walk in there and go, what are you watching? It's just awful. Just awful. I was hoping it was going to be a spinoff from the guy from uh, Letterkenny. Letterkenny. Dickinson? (laughs) (laughs) Dickinson. No, it's Dickinson. Let's All see. Right. Um, I'm caught up on the boys until tomorrow. Oh no, I'm behind. I'm. I was talking. I was talking about that earlier this week with someone else about the comics. Great. Didn't I? Wasn't enthused about the ending. I think I've said that plenty of times about how I feel about that. Mm. And the TV show season one loved it. Season two just drug for me. And I just just didn't do anything for me. And we're on season three right now, or yeah. are we on four? Season three right now. But they, they but they're greenlit for season four or something like that, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. They took this season and said, "Oh, let's push everything as far as we can go." That's what I heard. I've heard because a lot of Homelanders. I guess there's some stuff that Homelander does. It's pretty. Uh it's not even the some of the Homelander stuff. Like the first 15 minutes oh. of the first episode, you're like, "Holy crap! What did I just watch?" Yeah. I, I, so I'll have to try again. I'm not done with season two. I don't even know if I remember season two that much at this point. But so I'll get through it. No, were, I'll get. 
I want I want to watch season three more than I want to watch season two. Actually, yeah. that's what's funny about it. But, yeah, so I'll get you remember in Endgame there was the theory going around of how Ant Man could beat Thanos. Yeah, yeah. They took that and they said, "Hold my beer." <laughs> oh no! Yes. Oh no! In the first oh. fifteen minutes of the season. Wow! Wow! That's whoa yeah (laughs) now i gotta get to it now i gotta get to it (laughs) i i had a buddy i was talking to about it and he said he was watching his wife came in she's like i'm gonna give another shot and she goes she goes is that what i think it is and he said yeah and then the big moment happened and she's like uh i'm out (laughs) i'm out (laughs) out. (laughs) that's great yeah no i definitely want to watch now heck yeah all right i'd give it a shot so yeah, and then I've started uh, season three of an um- Umbrella Academy. I think I'm like two episodes in. I'm I'm enjoying it. It's deviated so much from the source material, though. It's not even yeah. recognizable. Oh wow! Okay, no, I, it's not even on my list to watch. To be honest with you, no interest, zero. So I've been talking with Madeline. Madeline wants to do a little podcast, a weekly thing, and one okay. of the first things we're going to touch on is Umbrella Academy because she's watching it right now. Yeah. So it's just. I've never gone back to revisit Sweet Tooth, and if I'm not going to go visit revisit that, try to finish that, I don't think I'll ever go to Umbrella Academy. Yeah, it interests me. There, I, it's an out there show. Yeah, but I like out there stuff. So, there, yeah, it just I'd, depends I'd on what comment. the out. I, just for me, I don't. Sometimes I don't mind. It just depends on what the out there is. So. Yeah. But, yeah. Not for me. So that's. Most of what I got, I'm sure there's other stuff I missed in there that I'll probably yeah. go back and try to find for next time. Okay, I got quite a few, but I can I can knock them out pretty quick. I think um, I watched the George Carlin documentary on HBO. Okay, um, really good stuff. Really, really good. Man before his time kind of thing. Yeah, was just way ahead of the curve. Um, he's up. I mean, when you get Seinfeld to say he's the greatest and stuff like that, and he reminded me. I know what I was, but he reminds me of a, a good wrestler. And what I mean by this, what makes a wrestler stick around for a 20, 30 year career? They had to reinvigorate or reinvent their character, right? Yeah. Kind of. And George Carlin kind of reminds you that where he had to reinvent himself like three or four different times to remain relevant. Yeah. To people that know his stick, because when you think about comics, the the, the really really great ones. Not the ones that were here for a little bit, you know, flash in the pan kind of thing, but the good ones that stick around like a Chappelle or something like that. Reinvention. Yep. Even Chappelle's reinvented himself, if you think about it. If you go back and look at some of his old material, you know, yeah. and then you compare it to what he's doing now, it's just incredible. And th- that's why they're at the top of the game. And Carlin had his demons, and but he had a, he had a way about himself that was just – Really amazing. He was really wanted to be more than a comedian. He really just wanted to be an actor and a writer. He didn't really want to be a comedian. That's what's so crazy about his story. Yeah. But um, highly recommend it. Really worth it. It's a little long. I think it's like a four hour thing, but it, never, it didn't feel like a four hour thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It went by really quick. And then let's see. Let me skip to this one. American Underdog. I watched that. I don't know if you watched that one yet. No, the Kurt That's Warner the, story. The Kurt Warner story. It was okay. Yeah. Good on him for getting a movie made of it. It's, it's a his life is a movie to be yeah. honest with you. Um, okay, acted. Um, nice to see the old St. Louis stuff in there. You know, every now and then you get a clip of a real St. Louis stuff. Yeah, when they mention names that you'll know automatically. So, 
being a St. Louis kid, it was it was okay. I would never felt okay paying for to watch it in the theater because quality. It's not that it's bad. It's just a lower. It's a streaming movie is what it is. Yeah. It really is a streaming movie. Um. Next thing I'll go to is I can't believe you haven't watched it. I'm ashamed that you haven't watched it. It should have been the first thing on your list to watch before anything you got more than Kenobi, more than Ms. Marvel, Shorzy. You haven't told me that you've watched Shorzy. Oh, I've not watched it yet, and I'm writing that down. I know what I'm doing Jay. tomorrow. Jay, I forgot. six episodes. All right, I needed I needed fifty because how amazing I love Shorzy so much. <laughs> I love that movie, or that show. The characters just oh my god! He's, it, he, I, I'm upset in a certain way that we lose his mysteriousness of what was Shorzy on Letterkenny. Yeah, right? I'm upset that we see his face. We know who it. You know, you can see it. it you knew who it was, but you didn't because you never saw the face. Right. I thought it would have been a gag that would work the whole show. They would have just kept the dark visor on. Jay, it's incredible. It's so good. Hopefully, so if he, good. hopefully, if he comes back on Letterkenny, they go back to not showing his face. Maybe I hope so. That'd be great. Yeah. I just don't want to lose. I, the more you get assures you, the more I. Get, I don't know if he's getting a season two. If they even want to do a season two, I don't care what they do. It's just give me that character, and I want to watch him more and more. It's so funny, so funny, Jay. So good. So many good quips. Yeah. You know how you the, the, just ah, oh, great. I just want to live in the Letterkenny world. I don't want to say anything because I couldn't do it really well, but I just want to be around. Yeah. That. That's what I want to be. <laughs> it's the best banter. Best. Oh, I love it. Just take um, a vacation up there. Right? Exactly. All right. Now I'm going to go get into – I went down – I didn't go too horribly bad down the depression mode where I watched nothing but dark stuff that, you know, you're like makes you go, I hate America or not America uh, – the human race, but yeah. America's kind of for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just ugh, the human race is ugh. so the first thing I watched was a documentary on um Netflix. It's called Our Father. Okay. It was about a uh what's the what kind of doctor? A fertility doctor. Yeah. Doctor at a fertility clinic. And he was also an OBGYN and stuff like that. Uh, so uh, they'd come to see him and he would do the in vitro fertilization or whatever, or, or not even that, because it wasn't test tube babies. It was the mothers were carrying the baby. So insemination is what yeah. it was. You want to take a guess on where this all goes? Does he put them under and then he inseminates them himself? He puts them under, but he doesn't do the part that you're thinking of, but he does oh. use his own sperm. Oh, he uses his own sperm and he has 90 four children and basically these women were they were expecting it to be their husbands so every single case in this one a man that's raised a person that's in this document because it's all the kids it's yeah. not the the women that were inseminated although they interview a few of them it's all of the children that are basically and they just the, the fathers 94 fathers that aren't even it's not their child they did the raising of the child right but they're not the biological parent. Wow. And they just, they were, you know, it was sickening to them because they were just like, I thought, you know, I, th I thought I was, this is my dad and stuff like that. And I, I'm living a lie. I don't know who I am and all that stuff. So yeah, they basically, it turned, it was, um, it, the results of this case or whatever made it so that uh, 
it was basically a, a classification of rape is what that was. And so put, he had, he was charged with 94 counts of rape. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. So yeah, kind of crazy dude. So, and he's probably uh, seen 94 counts since he's been incarcerated. Dude, I know. But, um, another one I'm going to give to you, it's a Burnthal movie. Okay. Uh, it's called small engine repair. Okay. I don't want to say too much about it because it's a spoiler about if I give you any kind of synopsis, really, it really is. It's one of those movies where it takes a turn that you're like, huh? Well, it's a, it's one of those where you, you kind of need to watch it as a father of two daughters. You have to. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Mm. Um, It's because one of those is going to make you mad, but it needs you to. And the reason why I say things like that is because it's going to make you want to have a conversation with your kids about protecting themselves in a certain way. So we'll leave it at that. Um, then I watched, oh yeah. American murder, the family next door. This one. Ooh, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, I can't, if I'll spoil it, I will. I can't tell you anything about it. I swear. Uh, Basically uh, a big twist, a big, big twist in this thing. And just the biggest takeaway I got from this was the, Facebook phony life. Did you know what I mean by that? Yep. Where on Facebook, everyone's living their best life and their life's amazing all the time. Nothing bad ever happens in their life. Right. Yep. So, um, lots of T's and P's, right. Yep. We always talk about the T's and P's and on, on the Facebook, as long as I change my, and put your flag on my Facebook, it makes me, you know, a better uh, virtue signaling nonsense. Yeah. What are you really doing to help? Kind of thing. A woke person. Yeah, exactly. Oh man! Then the next thing I watched was uh, "Worst Roommate Ever." Did you hear about this? I think I've heard about this one. It's Bloom House. So Jason Bloom, he does uh, all the horror movie remakes yeah. now. Yeah. And uh, I need to have this pulled up to be honest with you to try to jog my memory about some of the better episodes to watch. Okay. It's one of those we'll put on the background if you ever do, because these, these stories are fascinating. They're yeah. Fascinating stories. Um, little true crimey, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, it's just one of those, it's like train wreck. You can't look away. How about that? Yeah. It's one of those that I, that's how I describe it. Um, God, call me grandma is the name of the first episode. That's the most twisted one there was, hmm. uh, season or part two or season two, I guess. Uh, no, no, they, I guess they don't call it season two. It's just, um, wait, there, th- how many were there? Yes, there's season one of a part. They did one where they split it in part, and it's called Serial Squatter. So it's a two-episode thing. These things are insane. They're insane. Okay. And it makes you go, I never want to ever have my children live with roommates ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all I'll say about that one. And then, uh, let's see. I revisited Salem's Lot. Okay. Nice series. Yeah. It's a long movie. It's it's, it's they, it doesn't play like on the DVD that I got. It doesn't play like a mini series that breaks up well. Yeah. It's just continuous. Forgot how long it was, but I love that. I love that movie or, or mini series or whatever. I don't know what made me want to redo it. D- didn't you read the book recently? Um, not recently, but I read it after I went through the whole Dark Tower. Oh, so you did? Okay. It's it's a good one. It's it's fine. You know. Yeah. It, sometimes though, it's a Stephen King thing where you know botched the ending yeah and since i was kind of on a uh, stephen king kick and i noticed that it chapter one was on netflix i revisited that yeah uh, i watched rewatched it chapters one and two it's really good actually 
one of the better horror movies in recent memory. Yeah. Although they got kind of it got kind of preachy at the end. When I don't really want to find too much meaning in my clown killing movies, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't care. That's not what I'm trying to watch for that. Um Oh, keep sweet pray and obey. Did you catch that on Netflix? No. Let's see. It's about it's a true story about Warren Jeff was his name. I wrote that note down. Mm-hmm. And the FDLS church. Um, so Mormons, but this is like the Shiite Mormons, if you want okay. to call them that, like yeah. the strictest uh strictest level of Mormonism. It is a jacked up story. Okay. Um, it's the complete opposite of the Book of Mormon. Yeah. <laughs> but uh makes you want to have discussions about religion it it highlights the horror that it are humans it makes you feel bad about cults and people that are easily manipulated it makes you feel very sympathetic to, towards people like that that are just trying to find a connection in the world or fill in a void in their world kind of thing and there's stuff like this out there yeah that brain it's almost like brainwashing them you know that's kind of how i would explain it i guess yeah and then uh three more i won't spend too much time so then i watched the netflix docuseries about catching killers <laughs> so i told you i went dark dude yeah i went really dark i went dark there for a minute um and i don't know why but uh yeah it's just um talking to the true people that caught serial killers um remember that movie with uh charlie's theron uh where she played it was called monster yeah they covered the actual true story of that and uh, they talked to Eileen Warhols or something like that. Yeah. They used the, they used the, Arlene was her name. I don't think they used the last name in the movie. And yeah. I think like the Christina Ricci character wasn't the same name as the real life character that is. Yeah. That one. So interesting stuff, background, total background stuff. If you ever want to just watch about that stuff, I find some of that's to be really interesting. We could talk to the real detectives. Yeah. And you kind of get a picture of what their world's like. And it's super messed up. And then uh, last two, I watched Jurassic World Dominion out in the theater. So I actually made my way to a movie theater. Okay. It was okay. I'm the wrong person to ask. It just had dinosaurs. And it was fun. There's a lot of jump scares. So it was fun. It was fun, it was fun watching the kids get uh, yeah, you know, kind of like ah, just jumping really hard at it. But uh, as far as like the first, okay, so the first trilogy, original Jurassic Parks, right? Yeah. I go one, I go one, three, two on that one, and order was really good. Yeah. And then on the second trilogy, it was an okay ending to the trilogy. I don't think they can milk it for anything else. I think if they're going to revisit that franchise, I don't know. You have to start over with a completely different premise of some kind. Yeah. Um, but in the second trilogy, I still just I go one, two, three. That's how I rank those. Okay. But I I never saw the second one of that trilogy, so. Yeah. It's on our list of things to watch. I don't think you need to go to the theater for that to enjoy that one. It's okay. good for the sound, I guess, but not really necessary to Will, enjoy it. Will really wants to see it, so we'll probably end up going to the theater, but if we're going to Thor before we see that. So Yeah, that makes sense. Because when's Thor's release date? That's not this Friday, is it? Next Friday. Okay, next Actually, Friday. I guess a week from tonight, technically. Ah, okay, gotcha. So, and then the last thing I got for you is to wrap this thing up was... Um, St. Vincent. I think you told me Aaron watched that one. Bill we, Murray? Yeah, we started watching it because I wanted to watch it, and yeah. it was like 10 o'clock on a Friday night, and I fell asleep. 
Yeah. Not because it was a bad movie. No, 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 no. Yeah. I need you to go back on this one. I I really want to revisit it and actually stay up for the whole thing. (laughs) You know, it's on Netflix Um, still, right? Yeah. That's why, that's why I caught it because it's there. And, um, I I, I intended it to be a background movie, but it turned into it had my whole attention movie. Yeah. That's, but I think it's a great compliment to put to a movie. Um, Bill Murray is amazing in it. And I need to look up to see who the kid was. It might be the same kid that's from it, to be honest with you. He looks exactly like that kid. But um, Bill Murray, man, I don't know when that thing came out. But if he didn't get some kind of recognition from the Academy, you know, as far as best actor. I'm pretty sure he didn't. That's a shame. Yeah. This is one of his best roles I've ever seen. But mind you, I didn't see... uh, Lost in Translation. I really wanted to go back and visit that one. It it was good. It was slow. Okay. Um, but this one, man, this brings up their... Not, I mean, you know, that was playing, the, you know Man- playing Bankman and Ghostbusters is yeah. just different. I, I don't know if you can really lump that in with his performances because it's just... Come on, it's Bankman. <laughs> or, or playing a zombified version, version of himself. That's true. That's true, too. So the kid was not it. He was also in Knives Out. Okay, so that's the kid. That's the same kid. He's I like that kid. He's a good actor. He was really good in this. Yeah. Um, Jay, this is one of those movies that's good. A it good is drama movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not really. You can maybe even call it a dark comedy. Maybe if they they want to call it that. But um, it's one of those where it, it, at the end you're like, this movie wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And it's it's so I don't want to call it lighthearted because it's not that. But it's very, it's very, it's very touching movie. Yeah, really good, really well done. One of those that I wouldn't hesitate to recommend to anybody. And people that don't like this are probably the same people that don't like uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't like those people. <laughs> yep, I don't want to know those people that don't like Ted Lasso. I don't know how you can't not love Ted Lasso. He he got nominated for a Golden Globe, okay, and Critics Choice Award for it, but he didn't win them. And I don't, I don't, I, that's fine. You know, I get that. But yeah. man, just at least to get the recognition for this one. Yeah. This is one of those you should have got recognition for. No, nothing from the Academy. Yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. But yeah, out of, out of my whole list, though, I think I love Shorzy the best. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so good, dude. So, so good. So, yeah, no, that's that's kind of, yeah, what I've been up to. And um, I think we we ran long because we haven't, we haven't seen each other here for a little bit. So, yeah. A little bit. Um, yeah, it's been a little bit. But you know how it goes. It's just we get together, we can put them out when we can. Yep. So that's all I got for you, man, unless you got something. Nope, I'm good. All right. Well, until next time. See you. Thanks for listening. You can find us on our website, nerdcast.com. That's N-Y-R-D-C-A-S-T. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching at Nerdcast. This week's song is Different Circles by Big Drink. Just too afraid to show it There's a possibility I don't know where I'm going The chance of finding out Was always too strong Always stayed here looking for clarity I think it's time to mow the hell on Let's just picture The night it went long When the trail had gone cold And I can't help but wonder What's up? There's no secret I was really involved But I was never enough For you I each time you told me that I'd end up lonely I knew you'd be there when I ended up close to the edge So each time you hear this, I'm a few days
Poison in this melody, so sing a line and pass the hell on. 